Hey, what's up? Thank you for tuning in and you're listening to a new episode of Unpopular and Incorrect. Woo! And we are back. Listen up, listen up, listen up. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Do I have the best ass J segment I've ever had in all my episodes, bro? Okay. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I was struggling. When I got this, um, you know, like this little thread of information, I was really shook because I really be feeling like y'all TB way too fucking hot, right? Because I'm like, there is no way I'm going to be able to do this ass J segment because... I am me. Like, I am not this powerful. (laughs) Listen, I'm crying laughing, but this is not a laughing matter. So if you are driving, pull over. Because I don't want you to be crying laughing or be stuttering or be so shook on what I'm about to say that you know what I'm saying. You get in a car accident, Miss Thing Girl. Okay? So what we about to do is I'm about to get to one of our sponsors real quick. And then when we come back, I'm going to dive straight into the Ass J. And the Ass J, it has so much weight to it, I'm not even sure if we're going to be able to get to the topic of the week. Because my topic of the week is women and accountability. And this has nothing to do with like relationships, but more so being aware of your surroundings and not putting yourself into situations that you shouldn't be in. So I want to say we're going to get into the topic, but depending on how long I talk about this as Jay, we actually might not. So like I said, we're about to shoot to a sponsor and then I'll be right back. Okay, so boom, right? I don't have the message verbatim, all right, because this person wrote me on Snapchat. But I'm going to give y'all a little bit of the details. Well, I'm going to give y'all all the details I know. And then we're going to dive into my advice, okay? Now, I need y'all because y'all going to help me. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all going to help me with this. Y'all ain't got no choice. So, okay. Um, Of course, I use anonymous names. The name of this person is anonymous. I'm going to say that her name is Brittany because that's a very generic name. The other two names that I give you are very important and they are real, Okay. So I knew Brittany in about 2016 when I was still working at Blaze. Um, after I left Blaze, I was bartending at a restaurant, a Cuban restaurant called Poppy's. If you're from Atlanta, I'm not sure if Poppy's is anywhere else, but I know that they have like five locations throughout the metro Atlanta area. So in the midst of me working at Poppy's, she had also quit at Blaze and was working at Peaches of Atlanta. Please remember Peaches of Atlanta. All right. So. When I knew her, she, Brittany is from Michigan, some part of Michigan, right? So Brittany was in a relationship with a guy named JR. It was a very tumultuous relationship and she was trying to get out of it, but that's a little hard when you stay with the dude, blah, blah, blah. So in the midst of her leaving Blaze and she started working at Peaches and was making a little bit more money, she wound up getting an apartment. 
Now, I remember when she got this apartment because the apartment is on Candler Road. Like, this is irrelevant, but this is how I know that she got the apartment and all this is accurate. Because I grew up on Candler Road. I knew people that stayed in those apartments before. So when I was seeing, like, her visuals on Snapchat, I was like, oh, bitch, you moved to so-and-so on Candler Road? She was like, yeah, how you know, girl, because I'm from the hood. You know, Jenny from the block, queen. That's how I knew where she stayed. So, you know, the queen is staying on Calen Road. Brittany is staying on Calen Road, girl. And she's still very much in love with JR. But moving on with her life, they are not still dealing with one another. And she winds up dealing with quotation marks. This nigga named Sid from the West Side. Now, they were, when she met Sid, she was like, you know, I'm still in love with my ex, so I think it would be irresponsible to be in a relationship with you. And Sarah was basically like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad you kept it 100 with me, but like, I can get you over him. You know what I'm saying? Whatever time you need, that's fine, but I'm trying to fuck with you, so I'm going to deal with you. You know what I'm saying? And she like, okay, cool bet. So, you know, Miss um, Thing Girl said it's coming to the club in her in his sweatsuit. This is verbatim a sentence she said in his sweatsuit, spending money. So she like, fuck it, let's get it on. N- not necessarily the first time he come in the club and spend money on her. But like he's consistently spending money, which is helping her furnish her apartment, helping her pay her bills, all this, that, and the third. So at this point, they're dealing with one another. Boom. So one day they have sex and he tell her, you know, I was having, you know, thoughts of baby names when I was up in it. So, you know, I shot your club up. You're going to be a mom, blah, blah, blah. So she like, what? She not believing him. It's like, you know, Miss Thing, just because a nigga shoot your club up don't mean you're pregnant. You get like them three to five days where, you know, you ovulating or whatever. Long story short, she actually is pregnant. And said has already told her that he knew she was pregnant. Now, mind you, Miss Thing Girl, she like, oh no, I'm not pregnant, LOL. And he like, okay, it's a baby brewing in there, girl. <laughs> so listen, fast forward to now, okay? She eight months pregnant. Brittany is eight months pregnant by said. And said was like, that ain't my baby. That's JR baby. Now, let me just pause that. I know her. We were talking throughout the years. Like I said, this happened in two, like I knew her since 2016 and we were having a casual conversation before. Now, just because she said she was in love with her ex, she never said to me and she has no reason to lie to me that she was still dealing with her ex JR, just that she still had feelings, which is regular just because a relationship ends ends doesn't mean that your feelings are gone you feel me so girl this man had that told her that ain't my baby you trying to gold dig me you know how they you know the rhetoric girl so he said you trying to be a gold digger the man deactivated his social media he moved and he changed his number so Brittany wrote me saying could you please help me find my baby daddy because she has no way of contacting him. She says she feels dumb, but you know what I'm saying? She don't even know his real name slash his full name. All she know is that his name is said and he be on the West side in peaches and he got a nine year old son named Kyrie. 
So what I am asking you guys, <laughs> listen, if you are in Atlanta, if you are in Georgia, Gwinnett, Marietta, Riverdale, Candler Road, Bankhead, wherever you are from, if you have ever heard of a guy named Sid and he be on the west side and he got a nine-year-old son named Kyrie, if you could please contact me so that I could contact Brittany in the hopes of finding her baby's daddy, okay? Now, I know this may sound preposterous, y'all, but let me tell you, I'm like Ken Nugent. One call, that's all. I might can find this guy. I'm like Fox 5 News, dedicated, determined, independable, all right? That's how good I am. Let me just tell y'all my track record, okay? Let me just get into the advice. And again, I'm still asking my listeners for y'all to help me out. That's how serious this is. We are going to find Britney's baby daddy. So, do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man is what I'm asking y'all today, okay? Now, let me just give y'all my track record. It might sound crazy that she wrote me, but she might just be in luck, okay? Because I have found two niggas in my lifetime. And it might not sound like a lot, but let me just tell you the story and why she has come to the right place. Now, I bring up my childhood best friend all the time. I've been knowing the girl 20 years, you know what I'm saying? And she was a teen mom. So when I was like 16 or 17, she uh, was she got pregnant. But she was pregnant before that. So when we were like 16 or 17, she couldn't find Lucky. Lucky is her baby daddy, right? That's his birth name. His biological name is Lucky. So now y'all got to remember we in the time of landlines where people using house phones, et cetera, et cetera. So it just so happened like this a West Side nigga. Let me just pause this. I keep trying to tell y'all don't fuck with West Side niggas. The nigga that stabbed me is a West Side nigga. They be dusty, ashy, problematic, got to get a restraining order, no good, don't be having jobs, you, whatever. And the list go on, girl. So... Lucky worked at this restaurant that was a Chinese place, kind of like how um, the Chinese Buddha is or whatever that is off of Howell how Mill that everybody go to, the 24-hour spot. It's a spot similar to that. Well, it was a spot similar to that on the west side. So um, one day, we was literally just calling on some like takeout shit. Or I think she might have started fucking with a nigga. And he worked there. So we called one day. And in the midst of us being on hold, we heard somebody saying Lucky name in the background. Now, Lucky is not a common name. So we were like, bitch, hold up. Wait, what? So, girl, we hear that they just said the name Lucky. So we hang up the phone. We call back on three-way. Time of three-way. You feel me? So we hang up. And this time we, I say, I start talking versus her, you know, cause they heard her voice. So it's like me. And I'm like, oh, does somebody named Lucky work there? And they like, yeah, why? And I'm like, okay, well, I lost my phone, blah, blah, blah. But I need a way to contact Lucky because I don't have my contacts anymore. And he know I'm supposed to be calling him cause he's supposed to be helping me fix my car later. Boom, girl. The Asian folks then gave me Lucky number. Just so happened, they didn't give me his his cell phone number, Miss Thing. They gave me his house number. Of course, probably trying to cover their tracks and not give his cell phone number. Mind you, this is the time of landline. So when they give me the number, girl, I get on the internet and Google the number. Since it's a line, a landline, shout out to Comcast. Since it's a landline number, girl, the address pops up. At this time, 
Ain't nobody got a car, girl. I ain't get my car yet. So after putting the number in and getting the address, I go on Marta.com, put in my address in the end address, which is his, and it give me the exact bus route. So, girl, one day Kalina come to my house early in the morning, like we finna go to school. We get on the Marta bus, take the route, girl, pull up at Lucky House with the baby, like what's happening? What's up? What's up? Okay. So this is what I'm saying, girl. I be finding the baby daddies. And that was when I was 16, 17. So y'all already know that. Um, Like I said, me and my team of PIs are going to find this guy. Okay. I'm pretty, pretty good at it. I'm like really excited. At first I was like, woo, your tea is way too high. I can't sip it. You didn't bring me an oven mitt, girl. How am I going to hold this whole, this hot mug full of tea? Like what is, what is I'm going to do with it? But now I'm excited because I haven't had to pull out my handy dandy notebook and call my team of bitches all over the city to see who they know, who they know, and who knows who they know, who they knew. Girl, to find somebody I ain't had to do this in a minute. Then I'm going to tell y'all this other time, like, you know what I'm saying? This is my second track record of finding a nigga. So, girl, when I was working in Miami, I used to hang with this girl named London all the time. And London used to fuck with this nigga named Poppy. Now, for whatever reason, Poppy had owed her some money. Now, I'm not into giving niggas lump sums of money. A nigga could never owe me $500 because I don't give out $500. But that ain't the situation. Like, that's neither here nor there. So, she told me. Excuse me. She tells me, like, girl, add Poppy on Facebook. Like, trust me, you ain't going to have to do nothing. You poppy type. So when you add poppy, you know, you like a couple statuses, a couple pictures. He going to DM you. Lo and behold, girl, the same 24 hours that I had then added poppy to my Facebook, he did inbox me. So we talking or whatever. This is the time I'm in Miami now. At this time, I'm working at the office. I didn't got fired from KLD. It's falling off, all kind of shit. So I'm a regular girl at the office. So I'm telling him where I work. Yada, yada, yada. And he like, oh, I'm going to come see you. And I was like, well, I'm really trying to fuck with you on some shit outside the club. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's do something outside the club. Because if you become somebody that's my customer, then you're going to be treated like a customer. So, he like, cool, respect that. So, you know, we text him back and forth after I give him my number. But like a week, girl. And finally, he give me the date and the time and the location of where we going to meet, right? Guess who I pull up with? If you're thinking London, you're correct. Okay, queen? Like, this what I do. So, like, they can get found. What I'm trying to figure out with Brittany is, girl, you ain't got no homegirls. Because prior to him deactivating his social media, like, you ain't have a girl. Like, she said he blocked her first. Like, the message was very, very long. So, I'm giving y'all the shorthand of the story. So, she like, you know... He blocked me on social media, but like, girl, you ain't got one friend. Cause just cause you blocked don't mean that I'm blocked. That don't mean my sister blocked. That don't mean my homegirl blocked. Cause I'll put, I'll call in a favor. Okay. Like who wants to be a millionaire? It's like, can we phone in a person? That's how I'm going to do if we're trying to find somebody and you think you finna have me blocked, especially when I'm pregnant with your kid. So I'm trying to figure out like where your homegirls at. You feel me? Like you ain't got, you didn't have nobody that you could call. And then it's like, she told, she also told me that like, he said some very hurtful things in her first and second trimester. 
So let's back up. Now we got to dissect the whole situation. You mean to tell me not only was you, I don't know if I said this, but this is very important, but she has been fucking with this nigga for at least two years off and on, whether it was serious or not. You mean to tell me that you was fucking with a nigga for two years and you didn't know his real name? Like not his middle name, but his whole first name and his last name. Okay. So all we know is that his child's name is Kyrie, right? K-Y-R-I-E. And she's naming her baby Carly. K-H-A-R-L-I-E. Now, most of the time when people start trying to come up with baby names, they combine in their first names, both the man and the woman. So is his name said with a K? Like, cause I'm very confused why we keeping the K's into now. I had said this in one podcast, and I was like, y'all always say that niggas be changing on y'all when y'all get pregnant. The whole time, you never knew a nigga. All you know is his street name is Tez, and he from Callan Road. whole time, if you hear his whole name, you're going to be confused because you never heard his whole name, right? I'm going to say you went ahead and dropped the ball by not knowing a nigga name you was fucking with. Okay, I'm not sure why y'all into that. I'm not really into that. Let me tell y'all some weird shit or some funny shit that I do with niggas, right? When I first start fucking with a nigga and we texting and we talking, when we get to the point where I feel like I'm about to have sex with him, I hit him with this LOL text message like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite TV show? When your birthday? What's your middle name? I need to know all this before we fuck. And niggas be like, LOL. You think it's funny, but at least I know where to find a nigga. I know a nigga information. I know his favorite color i know his family members i know where he grew up at like i need to know your backstory that's just me i don't know how y'all not into that it's weird to me that y'all be so shook about checking a nigga phone and you want to know who he talking to where he going where he been you know all that kind of jazz but y'all don't never have that same energy when it comes to unprotected sex and you trusting a man with your life. And that's literally what it is. If you have an unprotected sex with somebody, you are trusting that they are not giving you a deadly disease like HIV and AIDS. You feel me? But y'all don't trust who he texting. It doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. You feel me? But anyway, I'm going to say you dropped the ball with not knowing who you were sleeping with when y'all first started fucking around. But how do we get two years in and you still don't know about a nigga? Two whole years now. And that nigga real name, location, background, none of this shit has ever come up. I'm going to say you dropped the, the ball twice now, right? That's two ways you didn't drop the ball. Now, let's get to the super duper drop ball dropping number three, right? You've been talking to this man for two and a half years, two years off and on, don't know nothing about him. Now you know you're pregnant. The fact that you said that he said hurtful things to you in your first Two trimesters mean that the recent ghosting, like that the ghosting is recent, right? So you got into two trimesters of your pregnancy and still never thought that it was important to know the name of your child's father. Now, I'm not the person that want to blame the queens, but like I was going to talk about on this podcast anyway was the accountability, the accountability of women. Why do y'all keep leaving y'all well-being in the hands of men who y'all say is so dumb and trash? This is the worst situation that anybody could possibly be in as a woman. And it's all your fault. This has nothing to do with niggas. 
it might not be on a nigga mind to tell you his name, date of birth, what's, you know what I'm saying, where he lived. But as a woman, what do you want to know the nigga name you doing the booty with? Unprotected and letting him AK-47 round drum clip your vagina? Would that make any, like, that's not nothing y'all be worried about, queens? Like, I'm here to offer all my help. That's the whole reason I'm talking about this on that on this podcast because I got a good solid number of listeners and a lot of y'all in Atlanta. So of course I'm gonna ask anybody like Crime Stopper, send that nigga to jail. Period. Like if you know a said on the west side that got a jit that's nine years old and his name is Kyrie and he hangs out in the strip club Peaches of Atlanta. Email me, bro. Hit me up in my inbox on anything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. If you think you know who this person is, send in a tip. That's all we asking you, ladies. And gentlemen, if you're listening, man, it's a wild situation, bro. Because people always be like, what would you do if you was in that situation? And I promise you, I would... I say this all the time, but a lot of shit would not be my situation. As weird as that may sound, you have all the possibilities of making sure shit is not your situation. I would never, ever, and you could put my hand on the Bible, the Quran. We could pray to Allah, Buddha, Jehovah, Jesus Christ, the white sky God, and whoever else y'all pray to. I promise you. I would never be caught up in a situation where I'm pregnant by a nigga and I don't know his name. I don't know his number. I don't know no kind of way to contact him. And the Ask J segment of a podcast that's just starting out now. And shout out to me because I have done pretty solid with growing my listeners. And that's shout out to y'all too. Because y'all tell y'all friends to tell a friend who tell a friend. So, but I'm still not the breakfast club. You feel what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm still not Maury. You know what I'm saying? This is not forgive or forget with mother love. I'm not none of those platforms again. So the fact that this is like, I'm crying out for help. This is who I can contact. That would never be my situation. And I talk about too much shit on this podcast and I give y'all free game, bro, because I'm tired of y'all being out here looking stupid and being caught dumb in these dumb ass situations, bro. Some of y'all really too beautiful. Some of y'all really too intelligent. Or so I would like to I would like to think being intelligent and common sense is some different shit. So some of y'all are very intelligent, very beautiful, very powerful in your own ways. And let and yet and still here we go with y'all being caught up in some stupid shit with stupid niggas. How is we doing this, Queens? Why are we on here like a Where's Waldo book trying to find somebody baby daddy? Why do we have to be like this? Like what like what's up? Like nobody's ever down bad. And this shit went on for two years, bro. I just talked about last week of having relationships with people and thinking you fuck with somebody heavily and that's just really a whole friendship like a motherfucker. Y'all don't have no boundaries. Y'all don't have no titles. Like y'all really creating life with with whole fucking strangers bro that nigga's a whole stranger you know his name but you don't know his name 
you know where he be at. But clearly you don't know where he be at. Because I'm pretty sure if he really a nigga that frequent the club peaches and all that kind of shit, the fact that you couldn't go in there and nobody in there knew that nigga information or he got his shit so tight to the point where nobody would tell you his situation. Y'all know how full that is? And that's who you laying down with, trusting your life with, and who you procreating with. And I hear y'all a lot of times when y'all be like, I just chose to give my baby life. God got me. I'm going to keep it a book with y'all. God slept through slavery, okay? God slept through slavery as well as segregation. He, if he, if you texting and calling God, you probably at the bottom of the list. Well, Jesus Christ, anyway, the white sky God, okay? And let me tell you something about prayer. Prayer does not work without work. So what you're not about to do is be out here praying like a motherfucker and feeling like you shouldn't be putting in no work to secure your safety and make sure that you're not going to be having to be a single mom and a super mom who's being both mom and dad. That shit is totally preventable. You know how many times I get on the internet on Twitter and Facebook and talk about being a single mom and how people be like, oh, you never know when you in that situation. Y'all crazy as fuck. I could definitely never be a single mom if I help it. You know why? Because birth control is a motherfucker. A plan B is a motherfucker. An abortion is a motherfucker. There's a gazillion steps before you become a mom. How about you scan the niggas that you trying to put your life in their hands, number one, with the unprotected sex? But let's talk about the fact that now that we going into parenthood, y'all diving into this shit blind and a motherfucker. Niggas got on goggles and earplugs. You can't see or hear shit, but this who you finna have a kid with. Have y'all lost y'all everlasting minds? Listen to me when I say this. Pregnancy is preventable. Being a single mom, and that means not that you and your child's father broke up and now he's helping you, but y'all not together. I hate seeing people that are getting help from the father and considering themselves as a single mother. No, you are a mother that is single. You are not a single mom. A single mom is somebody who is not getting assistance from the child's father whatsoever. Okay. But being a single mom is preventable. Y'all may hate me for saying that, but everything that you did to get you in a situation, you didn't do everything you could to not be in that situation and those are the facts hate me if you like okay okay but like I was saying ladies come on man I'm not even gonna be able to tell y'all the story about the accountability and getting into all the other shit to the next episode because like I thought this episode was gonna spill over please Stop saying that these niggas are dummies and not worth shit and letting these niggas flip a coin on you and winning. Because right now, y'all, a penny with a hole in it. You have no value, no worth. Niggas can't put that shit in nowhere and count it. They're going to say we can't take that. It's like going to the zoo, you put a penny on that machine and it stretch out and it put a rhinoceros on it or whatever animal you tap. You cannot take that penny and put it in no... No coin, no change, nothing, and use it. Somebody going to be like, hey, this shit don't work. So all them excuses, that's what them pennies is. The penny with the hole in it and that penny from the zoo. That's what y'all excuses are. Shit that we can't use. Hold yourself accountable. Be reasonable when you fucking with people. Make sure you know who you fucking with. Unprotected. And then y'all out here having babies by whole strangers, bro. This is a stranger episode. This shit is stranger things, bro. 
I literally know you a little bit, but I'm out here putting out an APB on my podcast to help you find your child's father. Like fucking crime stoppers. Like I got a $500 tip for anybody that gives me information that will lead to the finding of this nigga said from the west side. That's the best thing we got. Said from the west side. That be at Peaches. They got a kid named Kyrie that's nine years old. Now, if he fucking with anybody as dumb as you, then nobody knows shit about him like you did. So that information might not be of no use. Okay? But hey, man, I'm here for the ladies. <laughs> so again, if you know the Muffin Man, please, if you think you know the Muffin Man, send in a letter. Email me, jmulatto at outlook.com. Write me at jmulatto on all my social media. That is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Excuse me, I almost knocked over the mic. Facebook and YouTube, okay? Come on, man. This is Circle of Women. I'm calling all my girls. Let's help each other, man. We need each other. So before we head on out of here this week, because, like, I couldn't even dive in my next topic because, like, I'm just trying to find somebody baby daddy this week. You know what I'm saying? Help me help you help her help them. I mean, it could possibly be your homegirl that's in this situation. So, you know. I'm about to shoot to one more of our sponsors. Then I'm going to come back with a little bit more information. And then we're going to get out of here. So look, man, again, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I told y'all what to do if you had any and all information. Because I'm going to sift through it like a fucking private investigator again, I suppose. But if you have any stories... (laughs) They ain't got to be as juicy as this one. And you want to, you know, have an Ask J segment, contact me at jmulatto, J-A-Y-M-U-L-L-A-T-O, at outlook.com. You can inbox me on Facebook. You can inbox me on Twitter. And you can inbox me on Instagram. I also, I also, I also am begging you guys to go to www.patreon that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com slash jmulatto j-a-y-m-u-l-l-a-t-o the same on everything else that I tell y'all to help my funding of the podcast so I can stay afloat so that I can get new software up to date mics all kind of shit basically to keep me afloat in podcasting and you become a patron you can do one dollar a month two five, 10, 15, 20, however much money you see fit. And if you want to do a one-time donation or a monthly donation, donation, it gives you the option. Also, if you just want to donate to the podcast, you can cash at me at jmulatto, just like everything else spelled the same way. So I want to thank y'all for tuning in for another episode and another week of Unpopular and Incorrect. I want to say that my next episode, I'm going to be um, having a guest for the first time, and it's going to be Lyra. We're probably going to dive into the um, Lay by Lyra Edge Control, and we're going to have the topic of the week, which I think will be great. But if you know Lyra... You know that's one of my friends. You know she's big. So, and it's gonna be my first episode with another personality on with me. So I'm very um excited about that. So make sure you guys tune in for the next episode with me and Lyra, laid by Lyra, 
the topic might be accountability. It might not. We'll see. We might freestyle it because we got that kind of energy. So again, I want to thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of Unpopular and Incorrect.